Welcome to Healing the Spirit, a space where we awaken our creativity, deepen our connections, and remember who we are through the lens of astrology, archetypes, and art making. I'm your host, Jonathan Coe. Hello everyone, welcome to Healing the Spirit. I am very excited to be sharing with you a really alive and powerful and meaningful conversation that I had with my dear friend Verena Borel, who has been on the podcast a number of times. So in this podcast, we talk about transits. So if you follow astrology, which you are following astrology because you're listening to my podcast, um, you know that we work with transits a lot in astrology, right? Transits are uh, whatever is happening in the skies at the moment. And um, Verena has an upcoming offering called Transits for Evolution that I really want to uplift and share with you because of a couple of reasons. And I got further into this in the conversation itself. But reason number one is because the first time I read the course page, I gasped a little bit. I was really um, taken and I was very attracted to uh, this frequency that Verena is bringing into uh, into reality because there's a part of me that really wished I had this course a couple years ago when I was learning about transits. Um, it doesn't feel like it now because I now have a podcast and I talk about the transits every single week through my contemplations. But when I was first starting to learn astrology, I had a huge resistance towards transits for many different reasons that I'm not even going to get into at this moment. But um, there's a part of me that really wished I had the guidance of someone wise and someone um, who who has such an expansive perspective on transits as Verena, because I think it would have been really helpful. And so I wanted to share that with all of you and wanted to share about the course here because I I don't know, maybe there's some of you listening who might benefit from, from checking out this course or to at least be in Verena's orbit. And uh, the second reason why I wanted to have Verena over is because um, I just love her perspective on transits and not only her perspective, right? Because everybody can talk a big talk, you know? It's really easy to say beautiful words about your practice. It's another thing to actually have a deep and solid practice. And Verena and I have been friends for a couple years and Verena has helped me through some pretty challenging transits in my life. She's really held space for me through those experiences. So I feel really confident sharing Verena's work with you um, because she's really held space for me through through um, transits that are really challenging. So uh, yeah, I'm super excited for you to get into this conversation. I do want to make a note here at the beginning about the sound quality. As you know, if you have been on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram Live, the audio quality really sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's If any of you listening work for Instagram, please do something about this, right? It's, it's kind of sad, personally, in my opinion. Um, 
And the audio quality here is really not that great. So why am I sharing this with you nonetheless? There's a reason for it. I thought about re-recording this conversation with Verena, but first I thought that the energy that we captured here and the, the essence of our conversation was not lost despite the uh, poor quality of the audio, um, at least for my standards. And um, number two, I think this is a really great teachable moment in some ways because as Verena and I talk about within the conversation, working with transits has to do with working with life, you know, and life doesn't always uh, give you a chance to prepare, right? Life doesn't always give you a chance to uh, rewind, you know, and edit, right? Like life happens as it goes and it doesn't stop for anybody. And so I thought that it's so on brand <laughs> that the quality of the audio is is not the best and we work with what we have and I think it's still such a beautiful conversation and um, I really know and and I'm sure in in my deep heart that those of you for whom this conversation is meant to reach you if this conversation is meant to reach you it will reach you and you will receive the um, wisdom of this conversation. Uh, finally, I also want to make a note that this is the hundredth episode that I released, which is bonkers to me. Like for me to think about when I started, like I have, I'm just not even the same person anymore, to be honest with you. And, um, I, I thought about it. I was like, do I really want this to be my hundredth episode, which I think is a very valid question. And I would say the answer is yes. And let me tell you why. As I mentioned, I was really afraid of working with transits. I don't know what it is. I love studying astrology, but somehow watching astrology in real time feels so activating and so anxiety inducing to me. And for a long time, I kept it at bay. And um, over time, especially I think the the spirit of this particular podcast really encouraged me to step out of my fear, to step out of my shells of preconceived notions and misconceptions and um, other people's ideas about what it means to be someone who has a relationship with transits, right? So I think that thematically it makes a lot of sense for this to be the 100th episode. And then also... I should mention that um, I am celebrating the fact that I have really worked through so much of my own patterns of perfectionism. I remember the very first episode that I shared. I was so concerned, you know, about making sure that the quality is pristine, right? That life doesn't get in the way. And literally, if you are listening to this podcast right now on your ear earbuds, you're probably hearing the sound of New York City sirens. So I'm really celebrating like how far I've come with regards to just unraveling my own patterns around being a perfectionist, around um, what is worth sharing and what is not worth sharing. And um, yeah, as a creative person, I think this is truly a testament to uh, the work that I've done that I didn't do alone. I definitely have community, teachers, friends, including Verena, to help me with a lot of my thought patterns and the way that I am. But also, I said yes to it. You know, I, I agreed to doing the work. So, yeah, 
before I get, I let you get into the conversation, um, the course with Verena, the, the information will be on the conversation, inside the conversation. But um, just to kind of give you a summary, it's called Transits for Evolution. You can find it in the links below. I believe it starts on Thursday, October 19th. Verena has early bird pricing until October 12th. And um, you also get a 50 euro uh, discount if you use the code Jonathan50. That's Jonathan50. So um, head on over to the uh, course page if you feel like checking it out. Um, and if not, feel free to enjoy this conversation between me and Verena. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Verena. Oh, hi, Jonathan. It's hi. So good to see you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you all right. Um, we'll adjust if, if it's not great later. But um, yeah, I'm so excited to speak with you. And for everyone listening right now or in the future, um, I have been friends with Verena for like a couple years now, I would say maybe it's like time really flies. I think we met one another in early 2020 or something like that. Definitely in like 2020. Yeah. And Verena and I studied astrology together and Verena is one of the most talented astrologers that I know. And Verena and I do this exchange where we hold space for one another and the reason why I want to have Verena on today is because I want you, Verena, to talk about transits because transits is an integral part of astrology. We all know this. We are all looking at our Chani apps and whatever <laughs> transit apps we're, we're looking at. <laughs> Not Verena, um, but I actually don't have it either, <laughs> but I know a lot of people have it. And um, transits can be a lot transits can be overwhelming and so i really want to have you on verena because to me the way that you approach transit is extremely expansive and it's very life-giving and i have been the direct beneficiary of your work and i also know that you're deeply dedicated to learning astrology through being with astrology being with transits and um and i can see it you know, I can see it through the way you talk about uh, astrology on your Instagram. I can see it through your uh, YouTube channel. I know you also have a podcast, which is in German language. So I really just want to have you on to talk about transit and your relationship with transit, because I know for a lot of people, myself included, when I was first learning astrology and when I first started learning transits, uh, it was really overwhelming. Like I didn't have the capacity or uh, the bandwidth necessary to really just be taking in transits. And so I'm curious to hear about your love affairs with transits, how it started. Um, and, and maybe I'm really curious to hear you paint a picture of how 
you related to transits at the beginning of your journey and how it's evolved to now, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you take it away. Well, Jonathan, so many yeah, different ways where we can approach it. First of all, I want to give this compliment back to you. Um, you are one of the most talented astrologers and mystics and beings that I know. So I'm deeply grateful for our friendship. I'm deeply grateful for our exchange readings um, where we give each other astrology readings each month. So yeah, it's deeply nourishing and supportive to be together with you. And I always love to talk with you about astrology because I always have the feeling that there is a field between us and then, and yeah, our, the, the energies of the both of us bring, bring forward something that I don't know where it's coming from. So mm. yeah. I feel that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you are interested in my approach to transits because yeah, I think, um, where shall I start? Maybe I start with how I started with transits. Maybe that is helpful for the listener too. Um, because in 2020, when we have been together in an astrology course by Sabrina Monarch, um, yeah, when I started to really become aware of the transits, I think, I mean, I tracked the moon. I think the moon is always a good entry point. Um, the moon cycle, tracking in which sign the moon is. And then I started to work with more transit. And I totally agree with you. It is very overwhelming because there are happening so many things at the same time every day. And I had, a, I had two or three different practices at the beginning. Um, I picked one transit per week. Um, and wrote an intuitive text about it. Mm. I picked one transit, one archetypal combination, for example, um, Venus conjunct Neptune. And I tuned into the archetypal topics and wrote a really intuitive text, not an astrological text, an intuitive text images that came through me. So really a super flowy, intuitive text about the archetypal energy to really tune in with this transit. And I had another other practice that I continue is to, that was the time when I started to be very active on Instagram. So I committed myself to write daily moons. I call it's still daily moon there's a story highlight in my instagram bio which is called daily moon and i write every time when the moon changes the sign i write about the moon and its sign in relation to the sign where the sun is so mm -hmm. for example yesterday i wrote about the moon in gemini which is in a trine to the sun in libra and then i reflect about the combination from gemini to libra archetypal topic and so on. So I really, Instagram helped me to be very, yeah, to have a very accountable and to be very, um, yeah, to, 
to be accountable to to write regularly about transit starting with the moon but then i expand and um yeah that that's how it started yeah at the moment or how i approach transits transits are for me life so I always say, and one of my teachers, Ari, said once, um, you could sit in a, in a temple and meditate the whole day and you would experience the transits too. So, so transits for me are reflecting and indicating evolutionary topics and energies that are all encompassing and in the field and the magic of astrology and the planets is that we can see it in the sky that we can read it what is in the field what we can also see with other divination tools like the tarot or um, numerology or other ways mm. and for me I always say that transits the planets the planetary movements and constellations reflect energies but it's even more um, everything everything is connected every we we are connected we are part of this evolutionary dance as well as the planets are part of this evolutionary dance and for me there is no um, causal relationship so I'm, I'm very, I personally, am a, I am against this thesis that the planet is causing anything. Mm. I feel that everything is connected, so there is no linear causality that the planet is doing something with us. It's all one dance field of energy. And the magic and power of astrological transits is that we can see it and mm -hmm. we can track it and we can even see what, 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 um, yeah, where the cycles lead us to. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense? It makes total sense. I have some curiosities for you. So I'm, as, as you're speaking, I'm kind of placing myself back into maybe like a year ago or so, right? When I'm kind of still um, feeling into how I want to approach transits. And one of the questions I have for you that I remember having when I was earlier in my journey of learning to look at transits and learning to live alongside transits is um, how do I how do I work with transit in such a way that you know when I sit down right and look at a particular transit obviously impressions and thoughts and um, reflections come to me right how do I make sure that my thoughts are not coloring the events in a way that is negative or positive you know because this is something that I, I i don't know if i even can conceptualize the answer now after looking at transits very um 
intensely for the past year. You know, I've been, I've been essentially writing transit reflections and, and um, talking about them on my podcast for a year, maybe a little bit more now. But there's still that part of me that's always asking, like, how do I make sure that, you know, I'm not influencing reality through my thoughts? You know, or maybe that's even the wrong question. So I'm curious to hear what comes up for you around that. Hmm. I, I love that. I think we all the time influence reality. First of all that. But um, I would invite you and everyone who has these thoughts to play a little bit with that. So I even, um, I have a... Yeah, I even, when I work with students with transits, I encourage them to play around with, um, I'm looking at the transit and then I'm, um, or I'm experiencing something and afterwards I look what the transits mm. are. So for, for example, um, for me it is often that, that um, my morning practice looks like that I um, get up and I do a meditation and I enter the Akashic Records in my morning Just a casual chat with my spirit guides for about 11 minutes. And often what I then feel inside of me, the messages that arrive, the things that are moving me, are because after I did my meditation, I look at the transits mm. afterwards. So I don't look at the transits and then I meditate, I meditate and then I look at the transits. And most of the time or very often, it's so aligned, it's so in tune, and I sometimes even have to laugh. Sometimes I pull a tarot card and then the tarot card matches all the things. Sometimes not, but most of the time it is all aligned. And so I think that, as I said, the transits just indicate something that is inside of me, that I see in the world, that is in the field. And I think your, your, your question around, can I influence? Yes, you can. And I think this is one of the best things. Because, as we all know, nothing is black or white. These are archetypal energy. That means archetypal fields of possible, of possible, um, yeah, ways how an energy manifests in our life. And therefore, it is kind of smart and even very stepping into the, the position of the magician from the tarot, if you um, start to interact with these energies. That means, for example, that you, because you are aware of the archetypal field of energies of one transit, you see the more destructive and more constructive quality and you can consciously 
try to engage more with the energies that are actually supportive in your journey. So the best example at the moment today, um, we are heading towards a solar eclipse. We are in eclipse season and I'm totally honest, it's really rough at the moment. So yesterday I had a big cry and I saw clients the last two days and everyone is like, what is going on? And it helps me. It helps me so much that I know we are in eclipse season. Mars is at the moment conjunct the south node. So this reflects that it is a time of sudden changes. So that means I can, even though my human self is not amused about things that are happening, even though my, um, my animal body is very scared because many insecurities are opening up even though my human self has these emotions my conscious self and my soul self knows with the help of astrology that this is a time where it's important to be open for change to trust to release to surrender and to become aware that i cannot know what will happen because eclipse seasons, portals are opening, endings are coming. So this is a very, yeah, very current example of how I, how I interact with transits in a way that are, feel supportive for me and for my system. So not to bypass emotions, not to bypass um, my human experiences but to find more trust and more, more awareness and more consciousness um, and maybe better or more constructive ways how I want to interact with the energies and how I want to co-create with my circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's interesting because there are a couple things that are coming up for me right now. One is uh, you mentioned your practice, right, of tuning in to your Akashic records, to your guides, and then receiving messages and feeling into the energy, and then checking your transit and like seeing how, how well it aligns. I have a really funny story about that, actually. Yesterday, I felt super low energy, and I was like, I am not sad, <laughs> nothing bad has happened in my life, but I feel really off, you know, and I was like, what is happening? And I was talking with my partner on our, on our daily walk, and he literally, which my partner is not an astrologer, <laughs> and he literally said, there, it must be something about Mars. And then I checked and I was like, actually, it's Mars and the South Node. <laughs> so I just think that's so funny because that, that speaks to how um, I think it's not just us astrologers who are into it or in tune with it, but I think people who are not trained astrologers also have the hardware, you know, the antenna to pick up on these messages, right? And then the other thing I want to share too, Verena, from what you were saying is I, as I'm listening to you talk about it, I feel how 
martial looking at transits is, right? Because like when we're working with transits, we are working with life in the moment. Like there's something very confronting about it because in my own practice too, looking at transits, as I mentioned, I, I record these contemplations for my podcast and then I would get feedback, right? And it's like sometimes I, um, I look at a certain transit and it's like maybe the first energy that I felt was like, oh, this is going to be really spicy and it's going to be really confronting. And then I try to soften it a little bit because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, this is my podcast. I want people to feel supported and I want people to feel expansive. And then like I get slapped in the face throughout the week because I'm like, oh, actually, it was really hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and it's, I think what, I, what I'm trying to say there is that there's kind of a feedback loop too, right? Like yeah. in us looking at the transit, especially transits that haven't happened, there is a way in which we maybe have assumptions about it. And then life comes back to us with feedback, you know, which is, that's like the nature of being human right like we are always coming into situations with our perspectives with our assumptions but then um i think in some ways when we work with it with consciousness and with awareness and with um with our hearts right open to whatever extent it wants to be open and it feels right to be open then i think we can approach life with a certain level of wakefulness you know I love that. And Jonathan, you know um, how I approach transits when I'm teaching them. I'd is love this to hear, concept, hear about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this concept that I'm doing it um, in my German astro facilitator program since some times and it, it completely works. And this is my concept. So we pick one transit, we, we reflect about the archetypal energies. We predict, we do, pre we make predictions what could happen. Then we experience the transit. We, we see what comes up in our life and afterwards we come together and reflect again. Okay, what did we think could happen? What happened actually? And what, what can we learn now? This is actually how I teach transits, and this is actually how I work with transits too. So mm -hmm. it's so funny because um, often it's actually really funny how the transits play out. Sometimes I'm really thinking about, oh, because um, you are doing this wonderful, beautiful um, healing um, the spirit post podcast where you have the transit reflections. And I, in my Mercury Dreams podcast in German language, I do um, once or twice a month. Um, yeah, most of the time for the full or the new moon, so the lunations. But I don't just talk about the moon. I really give a comprehensive one-hour talk about the energies that are in the field in all of the transits. Mm -hmm. And um, it's often really exciting because I look at the chart for the lunation ahead and I feel into it and then I am actually excited how it will play out and often it's really so so literal how the things are playing out that I really sometimes have to laugh and 
sometimes it's very surprising how certain transits play out and especially with personal transits um, that you don't experience so often. I mean, you know that Uranus is conjunct my son at the moment. So this, was a, this is a big thing. And I knew that since two years or so, I became aware of this transit. Mm -hmm. So now I am still in this um, objective observation mode, how this all plays out in my life. Yeah. And I think it's, it's always a dance between um, being a little bit in the... And I think astrology helps us to not get lost in the struggle of life, but just take a step back and to observe. And the transits help us to observe, to get a little, gain a little more, a bit more clarity and grounding. What are the archetypal energies that are in the field and what is my... Where do I want, what do I want to nurture? Mm. What do I want to feed? And where are shadow expressions where I am in? I don't like the word shadow, more destructive, um, mm. where I'm cringing onto at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think what you said about, about your, your partner, um, you actually Actually, and that is what I said at the beginning, you don't need to know about astrology and transits to feel the energies. It's just more that knowing about the transits and the archetypal energies brings you, helps you to frame it with more clarity and to interact with more consciousness rather than having subconscious feeling and it's it's it can get a little bit um yeah it, it can overwhelm one even more i think so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i want to return to that feeling of overwhelm because i think that's a really important part to to touch on with regards to working with transit but i first want to let people know who are listening who are watching uh, here or in the future, that the reason why I wanted to have Verena today is because Verena is launching a course, which is incredible. I mean, I read your course page, Verena, and I kind of got chills, actually, because there's a part of me that's like, where was this course when I had all of my transit complexes, you know, which I, I had a lot of transit complexes. It's very funny, because looking back now, I feel like I never had issues with like, learning astrology, like learning the archetypes and like getting into like different books, different schools. But when it comes to like really watching the transit, there was always a part of me that kind of was like, ah, don't give it to me, you know, until I started doing it. So um, you, I think your course, I can't remember. Can you remind us when your course is starting? Yeah, it's starting on October 19th. Mm -hmm. And there's an early bird prize that ends on October 12th. Okay, yeah. amazing, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm planning to do the course next year too, so whenever every, anyone listens to this, um, yeah, so the course starts on October 19th, and I'm so happy that you, you like the course page and the concept, so it's the first time that I do exactly this course, but as I said, um, the approach and how I teach transits there, I have already 
part transits in my German um, astrology program. So it's it's proven that it works. Mm -hmm. um, we'll do there exactly that what I just described. So we have we pick one transit per week. So it's the transit of the week, and we talk about it and talk about the possible archetypal dynamics. Then we experience the transit. Then we meet one week afterwards. And so we have these are weekly classes. And then we reflect. We look at our charts. We reflect what was coming up. And um, of course, one um, focus lies on um, unlocking the potential for evolution. So the course name is Transits for Evolution. So my approach is really to yeah, to support students of astrology, astrology lovers, healing practitioners, spiritual entrepreneurs who want to um, yeah to work consciously with the energies that are in the field to really focus on the potential for evolution rather than a fear-based approach on transits because I think that is one reason why many of us it doesn't matter if you work as an astrologer or if you have astrology as an additional tool for your healing um, technique and many are still afraid of looking at transits because when and you tap into this frequency of fear, every transit can come with. With fear. With Everything fear. is scary. <laughs> Life is scary. Everything is scary. And I really, um, we will, in the, in the transit course and in my other um, teachings, we really look at the conscious and the unconscious um, parts. So how can I experience this transit in an unconscious and more destructive way? How can I experience the transit in a more constructive and conscious way? Mm -hmm. So that is the whole approach. And the idea is to pick one transit per week so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah. And that is how I started to do transit work. I picked one transit per week and that is what I recommend everyone who wants to start. Of course, it's a little bit funny to pick one transit because everything is connected and other transits will play into it. That is, of course, a fact and that cannot be avoided. But I think just to play around and to study and to deepen your, your transit practice, it is helpful to start with one transit per week and of course, you see it in the context, but we need a little bit of verbal clarity here and focus so that it does not get too overwhelming, I think. I agree. I agree. I love that so much. And I mean, even, I don't know if you experienced this, Verena, in your uh, podcast when you talk about astrology or in your, in your channel, but what I often found, what I've often found from doing these um, contemplations in my own podcast is that when I look at transits for the coming week, there tends to be one or two that really sticks out. And it's like, you know, we live in a, in a world where time is not endless, right? Like we only have a certain amount of time and often it, it makes sense to focus on 
the transit step, you know, really call to us. Yeah, because it tends to also be the case. This is my, maybe this is now me, you know, starting to answer the question that I asked earlier. But I think that there is something about like when I first look at the transit of the week and I look at the different movements that are happening, right? The ones that kind of call my to my attention the most tends to be the ones that also have the most um, lesson or the most medicine for me to really sit with. It's like, there's a reason why I was attracted to it in the first place, because there's something for me to be, to be working with there, right? And it doesn't have to be, when I say working with, it's not necessarily like a hard thing, right? Like it can be something very pleasurable, yeah. you know, but but it's still like kind of it draws my attention because there's something in it for me mm -hmm. yeah has that been your experience too yeah totally jonathan totally and i have not yet picked all of the transits that i will um cover in mm. the nine course um i think it will be a little bit intuitive too um which transit but i think it's definitely important for my course but also when you for the who, for everyone who watches this, who listens to this, um, I really want to um, combine different transits that we work with more uh, with quicker um, planets, with like Mercury, um, the Moon, Venus, and that we have some um, outer planets transits too. So, for example, and we will have in the course, in the Transits for Evolution course, we will have two transit ceremonies where we have a felt experience in the moment when the transit happens. So, for example, we will have when Venus square Pluto at the beginning of December, we will have a cacao ceremony, mm. a feel into our, our Venus body and experience in time the transit or we will have a sound bath during the new moon in Scorpio. So it's really important for me, my son is in Taurus, <laughs> it's really important for me to really bring transits to, to show you that transits are happening in your feeling body, in your somatic body, that they are here. Mm. And I think that is so such a beautiful practice too, that you, when you, when you start work with transits really are um, yeah a feeling and sensing and have awareness what is happening inside of you and outside of you so I mean we can see transits on the world stage you can see when I scroll through my Instagram and I have I have no astrology accounts to be super honest because I want to have my channel very clear. I don't read astrological um, predictions from other astrologers. Um, I just read them after I have made my own um, predictions. Mm -hmm. But when I, when I scroll through my Instagram channel, through other spiritual accounts and so on, often <laughs> what is posted is so aligned with transits, even though I know these people are don't working with astrology. Mm. So. That's so funny, especially with the moon sign. Yeah. It, or, it, it's really, everyone feels it, and astrology helps us to gain more clarity, more consciousness, and to work in a cons conscious and constructive way with mm. it. With it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that.
I love that. I'm curious to hear you maybe talk a little bit about specifically who who you feel would be a good fit for this course and who you feel may really benefit from this course. And if you want to touch on it too, who you feel may may not be ready for this particular course. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan, so much. Um, yeah, the perfect, I think the course is perfect. It's definitely an intermediate advanced level course. So I will not do how to read a chart. It's really that you need the basic knowledge um, to know when you look at the, you don't have to read the chart perfectly. I mean, who can do that? I think nobody can really do that. But you need definitely um, some astrology skills um, to attend or to, yeah, to be part of this journey. Um, my course is not specifically for astrologers, um, even though it's perfect when you are an astrologer and you say, I'm an astrologer, I work with the birth chart, but transits are an area where I feel not so secure and where I want to need practice, then the course is perfect for you. But the, per the course is all of my teachings, uh, especially for people who want to learn astrology as an additional tool. Mm. So you maybe work as a space holder and give ceremonies or circles, or you maybe work as a coach and give one-on-one -on -one, um, sessions, or you work, or you are um, a brand designer and work with personal brands. So everyone who has a spiritual business or as a healing practitioner who wants to work more consciously with the energies that are in the field, for example, to align your content creation, your courses, your circle, your group programs, your coaching programs, more with the vibes that are in the field, this course is perfect for you. Yeah. So it's really my approach as a teacher, as an astrology teacher with my German as the facilitator program, but also with this evolution course, it's really to teach astrology as an additional tool um, that you can combine with your very own healing practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that, Verena. And it's also making me think about how oftentimes for me personally, I get ideas for offerings when I look at transits, right? Yeah. So I think that anyone here listening who may feel resonance with Verena's approach and with this particular course, I think it can be really helpful to also consider the possibility that as you're looking at transits, the transits will start speaking to you and inspiring you for whatever it is that you're creating next. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is such a beautiful way to use astrology and to work with, collaborate with astrology because then it becomes like a friend, right? A collaborator, kind of like a, a force field that you can have a conversation with. Yeah. yeah. Or like a muse. A muse, yes, exactly. I love that. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Transits can really initiate us. And yeah. what is maybe important to say too about this course, this course is not for people who 
want to study and learn and have many lectures. It's really a very experimental and expansive journey. So it's really about, um, it's, I have, you know that I have a very strong Gemini Sagittarius axis and I'm really dipping into the experience based knowledge of Sagittarius here. So it's really about experiencing the transits and integrated wisdom, embodied wisdom, mm -hmm. and not so much about, I read, I create, Verena creates thousand video lectures about transits and then I know it all. No, it's really, we are experiencing it together. Mm. So approach and, um, it's exciting and it's more fun and it's more embodied and more integrated. And I think, and I feel that the, we cannot, we cannot serve other people with theoretical knowledge. I think our clients, if you work as an instructor or if you work as a space holder or as a coach, they feel if your knowledge is integrated and experienced. And so I think it's so important that we really integrate knowledge and experience knowledge and embody knowledge so that we can support others with that. So, yeah. 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 I love, love that. I love that. It all sounds so incredible. I can't wait for, for you to tell me how it's going and to hear who, who feels attracted to that container. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to ask you Verena actually you brought something up that I thought was really interesting mm -hmm. and we can totally pass this question if you don't feel like answering it today but I'm curious to hear if you can share a little bit of a personal initiation you've had with an astrological transit like at some point in your life like has there been as I'm asking that question is there like a particular astrological transit that like has really initiated you that you feel like sharing in this space you want the bad stories? <laughs> anything, anything that is calling to you. Yeah, whatever. Because I feel like, you know, both the bad yeah. and the good stories, they, they really uh, color our lives and our experiences, right? Yeah, so I'm just curious. I love this question, Jonathan, and I think about it every day because I feel like I feel every day initiated by transits, actually, because I mean, as I said, they indicate energies that are in the field and when they, when they interact in a very tight way with your personal evolutionary journey, your birth chart, it can feel very like an initiation. But let me think, I have one transit um, that was definitely one transit um, which is more one of the challenging ones, um, where I really had to step consciously into experiencing it in a constructive way. And it was really hard. It was my Mars return. Mm. I have Mars in Gemini, and it was just that Mars went retrograde in Gemini last winter. And I had several mass returns. So this whole over months Mars went over my natal Mars and it was it was a rough time and it helped me. I don't know 
I actually, Jonathan, I don't know how I would have endured that without mm. knowing what's going on, without no yeah. knowing that I had this Mars return and that it was part of my evolutionary journey to have all of these old wounds are coming up and all of these Mars related topics for me came up and it helped me so much. It helped me so much to know, okay, these are these months. I, the only way through, I know that I need to work on and to heal these Mars topics. Yeah. And for me, Mars and Gemini in my 12th house and my ascendant in opposition to Uranus, um, it initiated me into um, nervous system healing. And, and I dipped already my toe into trauma healing and nervous system work before that. But after that, I um, started to, I, I registered for Luis Mujica's um, six week um, course about somatics and somatic therapy. And now I'm um, in his membership and I'm planning to do a somatic healing practitioner course next year. Mm. So this was a huge initiation, which was to be honest, painful, but it initiated me into a new level of um, healing in regard to my nervous system. So yeah. this is one transit which was really initiating and um, Another transit I'm in the midst of my you are in the sun conjunction, so we will talk about that next year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. After you have time to unpack everything that's been going on. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm too much in now at the moment. So um mm -hmm. yeah, maybe another one. Um What comes up is um, my Jupiter return, which I experienced in March. Right, right. earlier this year. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it came, and for that reason, Jupiter um, is, is huge. It's a biggie, and it's not that you always experience being showered with money when Jupiter knocks the door. I thought maybe that will happen. No, it did not happen. Mm -hmm. But Jupiter, in my experience, Jupiter um, transits are often come with a huge crisis in consciousness, mm. with a huge crisis in what is the meaning of it all but it always, and it can come with loss, but it always, I would say, or not always, but from my experience, again, just from myself, and from my experience and when what I see with clients, it always brings a new level of expansion. And yeah. sometimes things that are, are no longer true, Jupiter truth, um, need to be released so that a new level of expansion can and 
And for me, it was that I had a, I mean, I had Jupiter Aries in the 11th house and I had a huge crisis on my North Node. I had a huge crisis um, around my teaching, mm -hmm. around as an astrologer, around my business. Personally, um, yeah. um, I had some Saturn things going on. And the Jupiter expansion was that I launched my new website that I, um, yeah, started to get business mentoring. So I had a mentor, Jupiter, and a huge level, yeah, a new level of um, expansion in regard to my um, brand. Mm. Jupiter and Aries, so me as a personal brand with new pic. I made new pictures for my website and so on, which so, are beautiful, by the way. Thank you. So all of these, yeah, that was a huge initiation too. I would mm. say, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that, and it's also reminding me of how Jupiter is often associated with roots as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and how. Um, plants, for example, that are associated with Jupiter have these really deep roots, right? And um, it really sounds to me like you maybe were going through a process of assessing your roots and making sure that those roots are strong and solid enough to build the kind of creative endeavor and like healing work that you, you want to facilitate in this world. Yeah, which is incredible. Do you have a certain transit that initiated you Jonathan? Oh wow, hmm, <laughs> table turning. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe for me, Verena, it was, the, the first one that came to my mind was Pluto entering Aquarius and then Saturn entering Pisces this past year. I mean, there, there have been many transits that initiated me, but I think the one that I'm remembering as very dramatic was that this year, where my grandpa from my mom's side passed away, right? And he was kind of the, the patriarch, you know, of, of my mom's side of the family. And so there was a huge shift, you know, it was subtle, right? It was Pluto, so it was happening maybe in a slightly slower way, but um, it was huge and it was definitely a transformation, you know? And for me personally to be noticing, like whenever the, um, the oldest member of our family passed away, right? It shifts the structure of the family. Like suddenly my mom was no longer, you know, my mom and her sisters were no longer like the second um, oldest, right? They were the oldest. And then now I'm the second oldest, you know, and that's kind of, it took me a while to understand what was actually happening. But, um, but that was really um, a shift. You know, and also I think simultaneously, um, my grandpa was a Pisces son, and I think I I didn't re realize how much I needed him and his presence and his energy and his gifts on a spirit level. You know, and once he left this three D plane, um, he became an available ancestor that I can work with you know, on a spirit level, right? And so that was also uh, a blessing, you know, that came with the grief. So I would say that that transit has really initiated me. Saturn Pisces changed the way that I do relationships so massively. I 
became so aware of the ways in which I was um, overgiving, but not overgiving out of this fawning mechanism, but overgiving because I had this capacity for hope and for optimism, right? That, you know, my, my Pisces son always has access to that. And then I think with Saturn going into my seventh house, you know, not quite close to my son yet, but approaching my son, I became aware of my limitations. It's like, yes, I have all of these great ideals, you know, about how to do a relationship and how to be in this relational world with, with people. But I also need to sleep, you know? I get tired, right? I have needs too. And, and really giving myself a lot of space and um, a lot of structure within my relationships where I can communicate that has been really massive for me because I think in the past I would just... I don't know, I have this idea of myself, you know, of like this person who has unlimited capacity. And I think when I stop subscribing to that idea, I see that, that at first there was this adjustment, you know, it wasn't easy, right? At first there was an adjustment where I had to um, shift my relational dynamics. But afterwards I start to, to really reap the, the gifts and the benefits of uh, creating those structures. Yeah, the water can flow. Wow, I love that. Especially, I had to think about your beautiful, very expansive, but also very giving Jupiter in Cancer. That's right. <laughs> the Saturn in Pisces. And so maybe a little bit more structure around this overflow. Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's also helping me understand, for me, natally, I have my son conjunct Vesta. So it's mm -hmm. really helping me understand what it means to be deeply devoted to a particular frequency that I am actually, you know, I would say that there's, I, it makes me realize that for me, the priority in relationships is not just the other person's feelings, but it's like the frequency that we are stewarding in this relationship. You know, yeah. like what are we feeding in this relationship? Because if I am trying to protect the person's feelings or their comfort without uh, prioritizing the health, right, of the overall relationship, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. So very Saturnian. <laughs> totally. And I just, what came up while you were speaking, um, which is my thing for the listener and um, all people who are watching, is I think it can make so much sense to look at transits in hindsight to understand maybe challenging situations that you experienced in your past with so much more depth and from a whole new perspective. So when I looked the, up the transits for the times in my life that were the most challenging, I really understood. And I understood things that I did not understand in three years of therapy mm -hmm. um, when I looked at these events because the completely new level of understanding but also trust that this was part of my way um, opened up for me. Mm -hmm. So I think as often about transits in 
regard to the future. I think looking at transit in regard to the past can be really um, enlightening and expansive um, for your understanding of your own way and your own self and your path in this world. Yeah. And can yes. bring more, more meaning and more understanding that still feel um, that still feel hurtful. So you yeah. can heal things <laughs> that had happened by looking um, at them now from a new perspective. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Verena. This has been such a beautiful conversation. I'm curious to hear if there's anything else that I haven't asked, maybe something that you want to share with those listening at this moment. Um, yeah, and anything that is alive for you that you want to you wanna mention before we end our conversation. I love to talk with you about transits, Jonathan. Oh, I always love Please, Verena. I always love talking to you. <laughs> it's... it's we can go on and on and on. I think, no, I, I really want to encourage everyone to um, detach from fears around transits, to detach from this feeling of being overwhelmed. Really do the baby steps, come into my course <laughs> for a more structured approach to transits or when you are doing it with yourself, pick one transit per week or pick one planet and follow this planet through the signs and which aspect it makes for one month. For example, Mercury, who is not too fast, but not too slow. So really allow yourself to play with it. Allow yourself to creatively play with it. Write intuitive texts about a transit or paint a picture it's, it's really, I think, transits can, especially when you work with other people and when you are a healing practitioner or when you create content, as you said, transits are so helpful to just align yourself with the energies that are in the field and that will feel your audience too. So when you want to create relatable offerings, knowing about transits, it's actually more than clever yeah 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 absolutely and thank you thank so you verena i also yeah yeah of course um so the other thing i want to mention before we hop off is that um if you're listening up until this point congratulations and also um i believe you created a discount code for my community right verena yes. is that true yes. so anybody who wants to join your course can get 50 euro off um with the code jonathan 50 is that right yes that is correct okay. amazing so i would highly recommend if you feel um called by the course um register before october 12th because then you have the early bird discount and with the code Jonathan 15 you get 50 euro off and um, yeah you find everything you can hop on my Instagram channel in my link tree is the link to the course and um, when you watch or listen to it afterwards um, come to my website I have 
beautiful other offerings and you can sign up for the waitlist for the next round of the course. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Farina. This has been such a lovely conversation. Always love, love, love talking to you and um, good luck with everything. Oh, oh, thank you so much, Jonathan. It was so much fun. And yeah, I sent you a huge, huge um, hack around the world. Mm. And yeah, take care. Likewise. And take Likewise. Beautiful evening and um, yeah, a conscious eclipse season. Yes. <laughs> I like that reminder. Thank you, Verena. Oh, Take care. Thank you. Bye, Jonathan. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.